Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Kara. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 59th episode of Talk Direction. Um, and I was away this weekend, so I didn't get to see Caitlin, because we usually... So sad! I know! I feel like it's been a while since we hung out. Like, I know. what has been going on in your life? What have you been up to? What did you do this weekend? Tell me everything. Um, this weekend, I did some cleaning of my room. I mean, it's not, like, clean, clean, but it's not a disaster as it was. Mm. You can see floor now, which is great. That's always a good time. Yes. Um, and you can walk without dying, which is also really great. <laughs> Uh, I saw two movies. I saw uh, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, and I also saw the newest um, Jason... Is it? No, not Jason Bourne. Is it? Is I think it, it is Jason Bourne? Bourne, yeah. Jason Bourne movie. Um, How'd you feel about them? Uh, I thought the Mike and Dave's wedding one was had, like, really hilarious, laughable moments, and yeah. then also moments that just, like, fell short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was, like, the good with the bad, but I kind of do like those, like, trashy, fun movies a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Bourne movie, I thought it was good. I haven't seen all of them, so, like, I was a little bit lost as to what was going on, yeah. but it didn't matter that much. Um, mm-hmm. As you know, like, I, it's really hard for me to handle anything, like, above, like, National Treasure Scary. Um, yeah. And <laughs> that, there were, I was shutting my eyes for quite a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, in those type of movies, like, the fight scenes just go on for way too I long. I know. Like, like, I don't find that car chases and, Ugh. like, it's like, okay, I'm over this. You're, so you're punching each other. I get it. Like, what's actually going on, you know? I know, that's actually funny, because my brother said the exact opposite, because, like, um, (laughs) he's, like, yeah, he said he, like, he liked the first Bourne movie, and then, like, they got progressively worse, and he said that this one was, like, really bad, and he said, like, Mm -hmm. there wasn't enough action, and he said, like, at least if I went and there was, like, action, like, you know, I'd be entertained or whatever, I'm like, that's literally the opposite of what I feel, like, (laughs) that's my least favorite part. too much action. Yeah, like. It was, like, uh, more plot, please. Honestly, that's how I feel with, like, Marvel movies and stuff, they, they have, like, Mm -hmm. minimal, like, minimal fighting which is why I like them so much, mm-hmm. and they're more yeah. character-driven or whatever, but I don't know. I really cannot with, like, car chase scenes. There's nothing yeah. entertaining about that. Like, <laughs> literally so nothing. Oh, my God. It just keeps going, and you're like, okay, I get it. You're ramming into cars. You're jumping over things. I know. Like, it's nothing we haven't blocked seen blocked off. Like, okay, I'm, I'm over it. I'm good. Like, this uh, does nothing for me. Exactly. God. So that's what I've been doing. It was, it was nice to see multiple movies. I feel like, I mean, that's not a usual thing to do, so. yeah was good. How about you? You went to a concert this weekend. Yeah, so I went to see The Last Shadow Puppets um, in concert in Boston. And also I saw one of my friends who I haven't seen since going abroad, so it's been a long, long time. I, like, it was the end of fall. Which friend? Uh, my friend Lily. Um, 
and it was really exciting to get to see her again and then That's like nice. I know because like it's it's been such a long time and like mm-hmm. I don't know like it's so different seeing someone like face to face as opposed mm-hmm. to like texting every now and then mm-hmm. you know we got caught up with like the latest memes because I feel like she's mm-hmm. the person that like understands my um meme thoughts so that's mm-hmm. always nice um nice. and yeah the concert was the last shadow puppets I don't remember if I said it and I actually went alone um I just bought the tickets on a whim because they were like really cheap they're 30 bucks for um like general admission so like the mm-hmm. front part of the like right near the stage um so I just bought them I was like you know what if no one can come with me like it's fine I want to see them live because it's mm-hmm. Alex Turner who is the lead singer of the Arctic Monkeys band like mm-hmm. other band with Miles Kane um and I had a good time. It was very interesting going to a concert alone. Um, I feel like no one really cares, though. Like, everyone's doing uh-huh. their own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I feel, you've been to concerts alone, right? Uh, no. You haven't? <laughs> I thought you went to Mary Lambert alone. Oh, Mary Lambert. Yes. Yes, I did go to Mary Lambert alone. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you see, you know my concert history better. Than I know. You. Well, you know, I, that was a b- big moment for even me when I wasn't even there. Um, yes. Caitlin, you oh, know, I that was brilliant. God, I can't believe she. So Caitlin um, went to the VIP thing of Mary Lambert, yeah. and um, she like got Mary to like uh, make a video and said like hi, Kara, and stuff. I have to go rewatch that because that was such a like the best moment of my I life. Know. And then I called you and like we talked for an hour about the concert. Oh it was yeah, so great. Also, I think uh, something had happened with One Direction, so we were talking about that. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Something One Direction related, <laughs> as usual. Oh, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, definitely there was. There was a lot to talk about, as we always have. Even just before this, I was like, oh, I get my, like, two hours to talk to Kara this week. I know. Like, so nice. God, thank God. Um, but yeah, I like, my recommendation from this, you know, beginning part of the show is to, like, if you want to go to a concert and no one wants to go with you, I would just go alone. Like, just don't be afraid to do it because it's definitely worth it. Like, once you get into a concert, like, no one's going to be looking at you and being like, that's yeah. so weird you're going alone. Like, everyone's doing their own thing. like, the lights thing. are out. No yeah. one knows you're alone. Especially, like, like, at a general admission concert, like, you literally cannot tell a dang yeah. thing. Um, yeah. And also, yeah, I just thought I had a really good time and I'm glad I went... Um, yeah. Um, also, the new, like, thing is, um, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Have you started reading it? I know that you're really busy during the week, so probably not. I know. I haven't started reading it, but I bought the book. I actually went to, like, um, after one of the movies, after the Dave and Mike wedding one. Yeah. Um, it was, like, 11.30, so we wanted to stop by. My sisters and I stopped by Barnes & Noble, but it was, like, so crowded. Oh, wow. So I decided I wasn't gonna, like, stay there at midnight. Yeah. Um, but I went the next day and got it at Target. So I have the book. Okay. I haven't started reading it. I want to save it, I think, for um, my trip to California, which is coming up. So I'm, like, waiting and, like, avoiding any spoilers at all costs. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I was, too. And, like, it's weird because I was talking to some of my friends and they literally actively sought out spoilers to, like... It's and so I was just, weird. I was just like, what the heck? How, like, I don't, yeah. I don't understand people who yeah. do that. Um, because I was, like, ch- scrolling past anything that even, like, said Cursed mm-hmm. Child in it. I'm, um, about, uh, three-fourths of the way in, and I have mixed feelings about it. I can't wait till you read about, um, you read it so we can discuss. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I've heard, like, you can't avoid, like, opinions. Like, I've, yeah. I've missed all spoilers, so I don't know what actually happens plot-wise, but, like, I know what people are saying about it. Yeah. Um. Like, and, and this is a spoiler warning for anyone who doesn't want to hear, um, if they haven't heard, um, opinions, but, like, I've heard it reads, like, fan fiction, which, like, yes. makes me very nervous. Yeah, literally, uh-huh. that's, like, one of the biggest things, and it kind of makes me upset, actually, because it's, like, 
there's so much like well-written fan fiction out there. Mm-hmm. The fact that this was published and that I paid thirty. Well, okay, that's a little harsh. I, I am like kind of wavering, and I'm like, there's bits of positivity. There's there are good things. Like I don't I don't want to complete a like call it a whole wash out, but mm-hmm. you know, there's. I think. Sorry, go ahead. No, I had nothing else. Um, I know the play is really good. Yeah. I've heard reviews like having it in live action, like the what they do with like the the um. What is it? The props and everything is really cool. Yeah, I really um, want to see it. The story is not as great. I mean, not that I've read it, but yeah, it's what I've heard. I know. I feel like I'd have to see it like either filmed or in person before giving my like final thoughts. Because like yeah. obviously, a play isn't supposed to read like a book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I I want to see it, like in the intentional format it was designed for bonus episode we do a dramatic reading of the cursed child <laughs> oh my god i don't know if you saw on twitter did i send it to you oh no but like i don't know i saw on twitter that people um some like uh people i think it was youtubers yeah they um had a huge group of them they were like harry potter like friends i think that's how they mm-hmm. met and stuff um so they were like all had different parts and they were doing like a reading that's of so it fun. which is so cute yeah i really want to do we that should someday. Do it, except we each take on like 10 characters <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm excited though. I feel like we need to do like a bonus episode where we talk about The Cursed Child once you have read we it. We should. Uh, I was listening to Little Mix yesterday and I was like, we need a bonus episode about this ha- song hair because oh it's Oh my incredible. god. We need to promote it because no one else will and it hurts my I heart. I know. I know. God. Okay. Um, we have been talking for a long time and just like because <laughs> me and Caitlin haven't really talked um, so we need to like there's, have this chat. There's more I want to talk about but I'm like oh I know we're gonna have to cut it out so I like, just won't talk about it. Gosh. Okay. Wait. Save that and don't forget it because I hate when like you know someone has something to share with me and then they forget it and like it was just me. about the new Instagram so now you have Oh my god. I was gonna <laughs> use that as my opener too but then I was like there's too much and it's Okay, but I'll talk about it after. Okay. Um, let's get into news, because there's a lot of stuff going on. So, um, Niall tweeted on August 1st about an invasion of privacy that happened to him on a plane. Um, he tweeted, I think this uh, ish is unreal. I mean, if you can't sleep on a plane without people taking photos of you, what can you do? And this is a screenshot of, I don't really know where it is, it looks like a uh, maybe a Facebook post or whatever, and it's a picture of him sleeping that someone had taken, and it says, like, the caption on the picture is, and to sum up the perfect European adventure, I sat directly next to Niall from One Direction for nine hours on my flight home from London last night. He was sick and asked for no selfies, but here's a pic I snapped when he was sleeping, lol. He was so friendly. Talked about uh, Talked about Ireland LSE, Lola, and more. Not a British Duke, but an Irish pop star will do. Thanks for treating me so well, Europe. Um, and, like, this just, like, blows my mind. How, like, how could you think that this is an okay thing to do for anyone? And, like, I get he's a celebrity, but don't you think taking pictures of someone sleeping is just so weird to do? It's so weird. Especially when he said he didn't want any pictures. Like, I know! Like, clue you in. Oh my god. So, like, taking a picture of him sleeping is okay, but, like, when he clearly said no selfie, I just, like, mm-hmm. I'm just so confused. Yeah, and the weird thing is I saw this um, post come up on Twitter before Niall had even tweeted about it, like, a couple days beforehand. Oh. Um, and I saw it and I was like, this is really gross like I I like just thought it was weird and like felt uncomfortable even looking at it yeah and then and I know it was going around on some of the update sites and then a couple days later Niall tweeted this and then everyone was like who would do this I'm like you guys retweeted it like a couple days ago Uh, what are you talking about you're the one spreading it around yeah um 
But I know the trend, like, Respect Nile was trending. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's so gross. And it, like, gives you that perspective of how, like, the bad side of fame. People just taking pictures of you when you sleep. Like, that's just, like, one thing. Uh, if there's this thing, there's, like, a million other things that are like this with the privacy thing, you know? I just, like, couldn't imagine... I don't know how he found out. Like, he probably saw it on Twitter and was just, like, horrified. Because, like, yeah. that's horrifying to find out that someone took a picture of you sleeping that you thought mm-hmm. were just, like, you were just having a nice chat with. Like, he probably thought yeah. he was, like, really, like, glad to just have a nice, normal, like, chat with a, a human person sitting next yeah. to him on the plane. And then, like, I don't know. I just, like, feel like this kind of thing would just jade you so much. Like, as his mm-hmm. celebrity, you'd be constantly on guard. And I feel like yeah. Niall's such, like an open person the fact that he's like willing to chat with a complete stranger on his flight about like all these random Mm -hmm. things but then like Mm -hmm. i don't know this kind of thing will like leave a bitter taste in his mouth and just it sucks yeah and now for the next person who may have wanted to just have a nice chat on a plane like they're not going to get that opportunity to because this person ruined it for everyone yeah man i i just feel terrible about it i'm glad people tweeted the respect nile Hashtag, yeah, and yeah. I know also today Niall was talking, there, he was talking about, like, being super claustrophobic at some yeah. point on Twitter, and, like, I think he got mo- mobbed at an airport as mm-hmm. well. I think so. And, like, it's just, uh poor Niall. I know, that's just horrifying and scary, and he's, like, talked about being claustrophobic before, mm-hmm. so, man. Um, but in happier Niall news, um, there was the cutest interview of all time that Niall... Um, gave to a little boy named Billy. I don't really know this whole thing, but he, a little boy named Billy interviewed Niall at the Challenge Tour, which is a golf thing, of course, Um, (laughs) and Niall retweeted it. Um, And it was just an adorable little segment, and I would definitely go check out Niall's Twitter and watch it. Um, Mm -hmm. There was one, one, I think, one of the first questions, if not the first one, Billy asked him what he wants to be when he grows up, and (laughs) Niall said he'd still like to be singing, which I thought was interesting, you know? Um, I thought that was cute. Um, And it was, it's just so cute, and Niall gets, like, embarrassed and flustered and, like, blushes Mm -hmm. during it, and it's just, like, so humanizing to see, because I feel like I kind of never see him get, like flustered mm-hmm. and stuff because he's such a like a cool guy but like to get him yeah. flustered is just like I, I love it so much yeah he was laughing so much throughout the interview and laughter is definitely like an like a, a nerve thing as well yeah. like it's like nervous laughter yeah um but the the little boy like he spoke like an adult i don't know, I know how what old the heck? he was but like it was weird it was like he was too witty unless all the lines were like pre-planned they like, definitely were seemed, like some of it seemed off the cuff though so yeah. I don't know, but very, very cute interview. Yeah, and, like, seeing it made me just, like, realize how much I miss Niall and his laugh yeah. so much. I just, like, man, wow. Because I feel I like the interviews we've seen of him are just kind of, like, more serious, like, about his mm-hmm. golf management or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not, like, silly, goofy, like, One Direction interviews, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I miss it, and definitely go watch that if you want a few minutes of bright sunshine of your day. Mm-hmm. And did you hear... I think Simon said, like, there's some bigger announcement coming out with Niall soon or something. I saw rumors of that. Oh, interesting. Simon with the shady comments again. Oh, my God. Because he also said, like, oh, um, Niall was the most loyal out of all the boys or something. What the heck? (laughs) I know. Why is he doing this? I don't know, but... I'm excited for more interviews for Niall, hopefully in the Uh, future. I would love that. I just want him to do the rounds on all of the talk shows ever. Oh, so brilliant. But also, like, why does Simon sound like a parent who, like, chooses 
favorites and like does <laughs> weird know. things where they like try to like pin children against each other to like get yeah. them to fight or whatever. I don't know. It just like it weirds me out a little bit. Just like why it can't is you a just and don't do it in the press. Like, it just... Yeah. Uh, he knows that that will... I don't know. Whatever. It just kind of yeah. leaves me not feeling great. Um, uh, on to Zayn news. This was completely out of nowhere. It's not 100% confirmed because it wasn't... It just kind of reported by some news outlets. It wasn't confirmed by his um, uh, uh, his PR team, I guess. Um, but apparently Zayn is going to be a producer of a TV show... Um, he reportedly landed a role as an executive producer on a TV show about an aspiring boy band. Um, what? Yeah. Um, and he's said to be working with the creators of the Emmy award-winning TV show Entourage. And mm-hmm. the series will uh, show the group's rise from bedroom musicians to global superstars. And the hope is that the actors in the show will become famous music- musicians um, themselves because of the show, which like is Like a just, Hannah Montana situation? <laughs> or like a Big Time Rush, which flopped. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, Ariana Grande, like, yeah. became really big, but it's like she wasn't... I don't know. It wasn't, like, because of her character, I guess. Yeah. It was just because she's, like, talented, but... I don't know. This is like it feels weird to me. Um, and a source told the Sun, which okay, granted, a source and also the Sun. <laughs> these are not very reliable things, but um, they said this is a big deal for Zayn. He has been keen to get stuck into different projects outside of music, and this is the perfect move. It's a subject he knows lots about and will call upon his experiences to advise the script writers on the show. Um, so this is interesting. What are your thoughts? I'm confused. I mean, <laughs> I guess we didn't... I I mean, executive producer. I know, like, producers aren't always, like, on set all the time. So it seems like he's going to be called upon for his experience. Maybe he, like, is going to be sort of, like, overy, like, sort of my big picture, like, telling them things. I wonder if he'll be there, like, day in, day out, and, like, how that affects the fact that he's also had an album out and, like, we're expecting a tour. You know, yeah. it seems... But also, a show about a boy band just does not seem like it's gonna, like, do well. Like, if it flops, like, that's just looks a little embarrassing. I don't know. But also, the fact that it's, like, being made by um, the same team as Entourage. Like, Entourage is a ba- very, like, uh, I guess, like, hyper-masculine, like, show about cars and, like, sexualizing oh. women. And I'm not sure, like truly everything about it but I just know that that's like the vibe it has going on so I feel uh-huh. like they might make it like darker and more gritty than just like a you know a tale about One Direction uh-huh. seeming kind of thing so maybe like he'll like show like the darker side of the boy band or something like I would be into that um like a really dark telling of a boy band formation like honestly I'd be down um but I hope I th- Zane plays one of the boys oh my god I feel they, like they hire all One Direction to be the actors <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Getting the band back together, like, this is his, like, ploy. (laughs) That'd be brilliant. (laughs) Wow, that would be something. Um, But I think that um, producers, I think, kind of have... um, It's, like, kind of sometimes a weird role, because sometimes it can just be, like, a title. Like, I know Mm -hmm. um, it can just be the sort of thing where, like, they use the word producer to, like... Um, kind of rope in, like, a famous person and they don't have to do mm-hmm. too much work because I feel like if he's just, like, there to give his, like, expertise on stuff, like, he doesn't have to be there all the mm-hmm. time. He can just be there when they're writing or, like, if they have to call him up and they want to ask mm-hmm. him something, like, I don't think yeah. he has to be there the entire time. I think it might be up to him, like, how much he wants to be mm-hmm. involved in it. Um, 
But I was thinking that this is probably a good thing for him because if he's getting really, um, you know, he, if he's really panicked about doing tours and live shows and stuff, um, I mean, it's not music related, but it's doing something like creative with his time and it's like behind the yeah. scenes. So um, I don't know. I think it's like a good use of his talents that like, um, will be, like, less anxiety-inducing for him. So, mm-hmm. I mean, That's I hope it's true. true. Yeah. Yeah, and it gives him an outlet to do art and, like... Yeah, exactly. what he clearly likes doing, so... Yeah. We'll see. It'll be interesting to watch. I know. I hope it's true, because I would love to see this, because I think that, like, out of anything, this is, like, the most random thing I could think of Zayn ever doing, so... Yeah. I would just love to... I And I love TV so much, so mm-hmm. I would love to, like, watch a Zayn produced boy band, <laughs> dark boy band TV show. At first, I thought it was about Zayn acting in it when I read the article, and then I didn't realize till I read the doc that it was him doing executive producer role. Yeah. Maybe oh. he will act in it, though. You never know. Yeah. The, uh, what's it called? Cameo role that turns into a... A real role. Mm, yeah. Cool. Um, and our last news story is an exciting one, and the Dunkirk trailer, so the movie that Harry has been acting in, um, is coming this week. The trailer is coming this week. I don't know if oh. I said the word trailer. Um, and it's reported that it will show in front of the new movie Suicide Squad, which is being released this Friday, August fifth. Um, and the rumors are. Well, it's kind of confirmed at this point, but it's going to be one minute long, and also I've heard that there's no actors in it, which is kind of disappointing. I was hoping at least a glimpse of Harry. This is not confirmed, but also I had, like, my hopes, like, way too high, I think, so this is good (laughs) to, like, level them out and really Uh just, like, I don't know, get prepared for, like, some boat on the distant water, like, in some fog or something. Um, But I feel like Christopher Nolan would be more interesting and more creative than just showing us a boat kind of meandering around. Um... I hope, but, like, you know these early, like, short trailers usually are nothing. Like, I know the Cinderella one was just, like, a picture of the shoe, and then, like, the Beauty and the Beast one, like, had nothing, and then Emma Watson at the very end, like, so little, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think we're gonna be disappointed, but also I just think that, like, seeing a teaser trailer will just make it more real for everyone, and, like... We'll spend the entire episode dissecting the the boat. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Just, like, what does this fog mean? What does it represent? Like, um... Symbolism. Oh, my God. I hope that they, like, say Harry's name in the trailer. I think that, everyone would die, like, presenting Harry Styles. I know, because it does, like... It tells you if his name does come up, like, what type of role he might have if a kid's got a bigger role or just a smaller role, you know? Yeah. Um... And, and also, if we get the full trailer, how much he will be in it. Just oh my like god, how I'm much so he's in the excited. Trailer. I know. Like, it's so gonna be exciting. so interesting, because, like, we have so many things that we can do on this podcast now that, like, he's gonna yeah. be in a movie. Like, who would have thought that we're gonna be dissecting trailers and, like, maybe watching Not TV me. shows and stuff. Like, it's Ever. so crazy. They're giving us such good, like, widespread content. It's crazy. Oh. Like, a year ago, we would have never thought this was going to happen. No, what the heck? Ever. Oh, my but God. We, our first episode, when we said, what are the boys going to do in the future? Like, the, I don't even know if we said any of them were going to act. Like, no, we, thought, we were just like, like Harry music. was going to be music. Yeah. So. Very wow. exciting. I'm excited, and it's so soon, so, you know, next I know. Next time we'll be talking about it. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, so that's it for news. Um, let's head into our main discussion, which is pretty exciting because we are actually doing a, um, episode, like a main discussion topic that we talked about on our show or we came up with on our show, 
Um, and we always do this where we, like, we'll ha- be having a, like, discussion and just, like, kind of randomly be like, oh, that would be such a cool idea for an episode. And we, mm-hmm. like, don't, like, we either write it down, I write it down in a random spot and never see it again, or we just don't do it for some unknown reason. <laughs> um, but we are, today we're doing um, forgotten or lost One Direction songs. Mm-hmm. So, um... What that means is sort of, like, the songs that are, like, definitely, like, less on the radar, um, sort of, like, forgotten for a reason, question mark, songs that, like, maybe are, um, you know, um, boring, like, boring lyrics, vague lyrics, bad music, plain forgettable, that kind of stuff, um, and Mm -hmm. what we're gonna do is each tell our, or we chose a list of five to six songs that are, like, um, our opinion, the most, like, forgotten or lost One Direction songs, and try to pin down exactly why they were, um, and I think that'd be interesting just to see, like, what, you know, like, the weaker of the One Direction songs Mm -hmm. kind of are, um, so, And it's sometimes weird, because you don't really think about it, but then you're like, oh my god, that song was on the album? I've never listened to that ever again, or, like, why do I not like this? And I had to, like, sit and listen to all the songs as I was, like, playing yeah, my same. part of this and be like what is it about this song that I don't care about like yeah <laughs> and so this is gonna be good and I'm sure we're gonna have overlap yeah so. I think so too um and this is just like our opinions though so I just want to make that clear <laughs> that like if we're hating on your favorite song it's okay because like you so know sad. me and Caitlin have <laughs> some like sometimes very different opinions like I have some favorite songs that she just does not understand why I like them and you know vice versa probably so um I'm thinking yeah. she's not afraid and they don't know about us um as <laughs> I examples. mean those are good jams but I just okay never, we won't get into yeah them. it's another day <laughs> um do you want to um, go first sure um and if you have the song why don't we just discuss them together I okay guess. yeah <clears throat> uh so my first one is something great yep that's one of um, mine <laughs> which is on midnight memories and this song was written by jack knife lee gary lightbody and harry styles which like reading those three names you would think would be something great but right. it's a letdown because gary lightbody like he wrote the song chasing cars which is like one of the most beautiful songs i'm pretty sure he was on the writing because he's in snow patrol and that's a snow patrol song um, that's a beautiful song. Jackknife Lee is like a huge producer guy. Um, and Harry's like our favorite. So <laughs> this song. So what happened here? Exactly. What happened? Um, and to me, what came down to like most of these songs. Um, well, this one, first of all, the I when I first listened to it, the sound of it, I thought the composition of the song was a lot. There was like, there was a lot going on. It had sort of like a folksy bit. I know. Um, but then you have, like, louder drums, plus harmonies, plus strings, plus, like, this poppy overtone yeah. that just, like, kind of ruined what it could have been. Um, yeah. Like, just by the sound of it. Is that, do you think the same thing? I was, like, I literally wrote, I felt like it had the chance to be happily part two, but, like, mm-hmm. literally just crashed and burned. Um, I think, like, it's <laughs> definitely in the beginning, like, you, like, there's, like, the folksy kind of, like... It, it definitely sounds like it could be, like, a part two to Happily, but then mm. it's just, like, something goes so wrong, and I just, yeah. like, don't really understand. Like, you say, I mean, I, I agree with you that there's so much going on, but then at the same time, it somehow is so boring. Like, it is. I don't understand so how, like, boring. so much can be going on, and yet I'm just, like, when is this what? song over? Yeah. Like, it, I don't think, so it was real. one of these that I chose that I couldn't even get through listening to it because I was <laughs> so bored. <laughs> it may have been this one. God. 
It's always uh-huh. this one. I just feel like this is, it's really a letdown, though, because it's, like, yeah. Happily is one of my favorite songs of all time, and yeah. it was on the same album, and Harry wrote on that, and then Harry wrote on this one, I'm just like, where did this go? Like, yeah. man, sometimes I feel like me and Harry have very different song uh, ideas, like, of what makes this song good, but uh, yeah. I don't know. He, I, Maybe he's grown since then. Um, and also, like, okay, so I felt like the chorus, like, it was just, like, boring, and I felt like it needed mm-hmm. to be more, even though, like, it already had so much already, and maybe it needed to be less. I don't know. Something needed to be different. Like, like maybe... They, they could have, like, happily so folksy, and it sort of stays with that. Yeah. This one, like, went folksy, then, like, put a pop overlay. Like, and, I like, like ballady. Yeah, yeah, and ballady. It was just such a weird combination of sounds. <laughs> like, yeah. It was so weird and boring. I know. I just don't understand. And, like, the lyrics are very vague and, like, not the lyrics very are interesting. Horrible. They're just, like... It's, like, something great. Like, even the title, you just yeah. know it's going to be vague because, like, that's... Like, what does that mean? I... We... God only knows. Um, but one um, one line really reminded me of Story of My Life. I think this was the story of my life. Um, yeah. Um, the script was written. I could not change a thing. I want to rip it all to shreds and start again. So, I mean, that that's kind of, like, one yeah. uh, Story of My Life-y, which I thought was mm-hmm. kind of good. Yeah, I like that line. I think that was the only line I sort of picked out as something yeah. that gave me something to grasp onto. But then we have other lines like, come on, jump out at me. Come yeah. on, bring everything. I know. Like, is it too much to ask for something great? Bring everything? What does that mean to me? That like, sounds like a pep, so... pep talk for a football team. Yeah, it's like, bring your game. Yes. Oh my God, come on, boys. We're going to make a team proud. Great, guys, let's do this. Oh my God. <laughs> Like, what is going on? It's There's nothing to grasp onto. There's no story. It doesn't give us someone that we care about in the story. Like, it just, they, it just seems like they want someone, but they also don't have someone. They want something great. And then, like, you're all I want so much it's hurting. It's just over dramatic, And, like, you're like, what is even going on? Yeah, because you feel no connection to it. You're just like, all right. Yeah. Okay. And I compared it, I compared it to the song Strong, which is also on this album. And I, I think they're both sort of medium tempo songs, which is actually a pattern I noticed in a lot of the songs I didn't like. Mm. Um, and like you have, like you, this, the strong lyrics, my hands, your hands tied up like two ships, drifting weightless, waves try to break it. That is so pretty. Mm-hmm. Like compared to something great, is it too much to ask? Like, you have, like, actual imagery and, like, these metaphors that are so nice to listen to and think about. And you can picture mm-hmm. something in your head. But you can't picture these abstract things like something great. It's just very boring. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I did like how Louis sounded at the end, though. Even though if the line was super overdramatic when he was, mm-hmm. like, saying the um, so much it's hurting bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I like how he sounds as well. It's yeah. very raspy and his voice fits well. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's another song that you chose? Um, I had, uh, Once in a Lifetime from Four. Me too. Really? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, so this isn't written by any of the boys. I didn't write down who it was written by. Um, I have it as J.B. Scott, Julian Bonetta, and John Ryan. Okay, so the, like, classic trio, basically. Um, and this was a bonus track off of Four, um, and I would argue maybe the most boring, um, <laughs> out of Change Your Ticket, Illusion, Once in a Lifetime, and Act My Age. Like, you're not, you can't throw it in the same range that Act My Age is. And, like, no. Change Your Ticket is, like, 
pretty good. Like, it mm-hmm. gives me, like, the 1975 vibes. Like, maybe a little too much, like, to the f- point that it's, like, kind of copying them, but at least it's, like, I don't know, it's kind of a bop. Um, mm-hmm. Illusion, at least you can jam out to it. It's, like, not great. It's very, like, it seems like it should be on, like, Take Me Home or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Once in a Lifetime, I just feel like it's pretty boring, and I think that, like, the re- like the the fact that it's, like, situated right before Act My Age, like, really hinders it because mm-hmm. you're just going to skip ahead and go listen to Act My Age. Like, why would you sit through this boring song when you could be, yeah. like, having a, a pirate, like, get down, you know? Yeah, um, I think that was key in looking at why songs have yeah. gotten to look at songs around them. Exactly. Or like other songs that sort of are, like, this one was a slow song and then... You, the other slow songs on the album, like Fool's Gold, just stand so much farther above this song. Like Fool's oh. Gold is like the other super slow song. Yeah. And you have you have lyrics like, I'm like a crow on a wire, you're a shining distraction that makes me want to fly. So much more interesting than, than Once in a Lifetime's lyrics. Wow, yeah. I forgot that Fool's Gold was even on the same album, because that's one of my favorite ballads of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, like, comparatively, like... Um, 18 and Long Way Down are like some of my other favorite like ballady mm-hmm. songs and it just like blows this one out of the water yeah. um, and I mean like the chorus is actually quite pretty um, and like and the pre-chorus like there's like very like well done harmonies um, and I love the like ooze in the background like I'm always a sucker for the ooze um, but like the verses are super boring to me and mm-hmm. like some like if a verse is super boring like if the chorus is like pretty good but not great like you're not gonna stick for it um and I feel like it was for me it was like one of those songs like if you force yourself to listen to it you're like okay this is good Uh but you're not gonna like listen to it without like forcing yourself to and like doesn't stand out on your like its own for you to like go and like hit play on it like out of context I don't know if that that made sense but yeah no that does make sense like it's not it's not something that you're gonna want to go back to and that makes it so that you don't listen to it less and um, again I think just some of the lyrics just it's just there's nothing that you're like really like grasping onto like and there's no imagery but there's also no story like yeah just once in a lifetime like I doesn't really give me much I don't know and I think again it's like a little bit dramatic like once in a lifetime you only fall in love once and like it's this whole thing I don't know I yeah, get sort definitely. of annoyed at over dramatic lyrics like that unless it feels genuine because they've given me a story or a character yeah. that makes sense you know exactly I think that like a lot of it is the overdramaticism. Because, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, the earlier, you know, like, um, Up All Night and Take Me Home, like, a lot of that was pretty overdramatic, but also mm-hmm. it was, like, there were fun, upbeat pop songs where you yeah. don't, like, really expect, um, like, the lyrics to, I don't know, really be based off, like, actual life. It's sort of just, yeah. like, a story of a storybook version of life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, it's supposed to be like almost cliche. Like yeah, definitely. Teen it, yeah. movie type thing. Yeah, exactly. That's like what teen movies are. They're just over dramatic, yeah. like, you know, Romeo and Juliet type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, I don't know, Once in a Lifetime, I, I can't believe it's on four. It's just so wild to me that it's yeah. like, it's it was so far, like, far into their career, but then it's just like, okay, like I'm kind of let down. Yeah, definitely. Definitely let down. And what was I going to say? Oh, this one line that always confused me, or like not confused me, but I always wanted to know like what it was behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, Not even the bad guys in the dark night could take it all away. Um, And I always wondered if it was supposed to be dual, like Dark Knight the movie. I know! I was thinking (laughs) that too when I heard it. I was like, Liam would put that in there. Yeah. I mean, they didn't write on it, but like, 
I wonder if they ever thought of it, you know? I bet, I bet at least one of them had to, like. I just, I always was like, was it capitalized? Was it not capitalized? Who knows? Who knows? Who was the thinking what? That'd be really Um, weirdly specific. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, this was definitely one of the most boring songs. Yeah, and I like, think that's that, what I always forget the title of. I'm like, I, I know. don't even remember listening to this. If we had to play this like on one of those like guess the song games, I would probably <laughs> lose. <laughs> I'd be like, this is so boring. Turn it off. Now. I know, like, I'm. This is not worth the it. Fifteen seconds. Yeah, I just feel like with ballads, I think that sometimes I'm a little harsh on them because they're they aren't my favorite. Um, I think it takes a little while for me to like grow into them. Mm-hmm. Um, although Fools Go a Long Way Down, I really like them straight mm-hmm. off the bat. Eighteen, um, and I think that like what makes that great is like the cool original memorable descriptions, um, which mm-hmm. this just did not have for me at all. Yeah, and again, the music I don't think was that enticing as well. Yeah, I think that uh. it's just, like pretty standard. Yeah, the other ballad on this album that I picked out was Spaces, and I think this one, I think this one could be sort of one that goes a little bland. Yeah. Um, but because there was a whole bunch of like talk about it because it related to the boys, the yeah. band breaking up, and that it turned into something that was talked about rather than something that could have been left behind. So I, I agree. think Spaces is almost comparable, but because it has like the extra like real life like um, connections, it made it one that wasn't lost. Yeah, definitely. Because Spaces wasn't my favorite, like, wasn't mm-hmm. one of the immediate ones that grasped me. But then, like, once you listen to the lyrics and it, like, became yeah. too real, especially when once Zane left and then it became way, way too real, it's, like, not something you can just, like, forget about. Yeah, definitely. Because they were performing this in concert, too, so. Wait, Once in a Lifetime? No, Spaces. Oh, I was going to say, where was I? <laughs> like, No, God, if they made that decision, yikes. Yikes, I'm <laughs> they sorry. They really need us on board. Like, this oh is a song, God. Once in a Lifetime is a song that should have been on the cutting board, and they got rid of it and put a better one that they hadn't, like, put on the album in instead. Very true. I agree. Um, okay, should I pick another one? Yes. I chose a song right now. Oh my god, I was looking at mine too. Wow, we're on the same page. <laughs> all right, so we got three out of three so far. Wow, this is crazy. Uh, we're we're not going to match for all of them, I I think. But oh god, this okay. one. Um. So yeah, this one's on Midnight Memories. This one was written by Ryan Tedder, Louis Tomlinson, Liam Payne, and Harry Styles. This was when they like all used to write on like Midnight Memories. They still had three people writing, I guess. Are there any from the most recent album that three of them write on? I can't. Oh think well, of I guess any. all four of them maybe on oh, AM, yeah. but um, but still, this is a lot of people writing on this song, mm-hmm. and this one reminded me the sound of it, sort of like Infinity. It seemed yeah. um, like a little bit techy and overproduced. Uh, there was it was like slow at the beginning, and then the chorus got really fast, and not in like a good way. Where end of the day has sort of a like this like tempo change. It's really exciting and adds to the song. It just seemed kind of annoying, and then it like got medium paced again. Um, nothing to grab onto. It seemed very bland. Um, and what am I saying? I, I like the way they talk about their own experiences. What did I mean by that? Oh, oh yeah. Um, like some of the lyrics. Won't be going home for so long. Everything is new to me. I liked those lyrics. I picked those out too. And then on the other hand, you have these other lyrics that are, and I could do this forever. Whoa, whoa. And let's go crazy together. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) It almost seems like they're just putting them there because they rhyme like forever and together. It's like, let's go crazy together. Like, how am I supposed to grasp onto (laughs) that line? Like, rather than in... 
like up all night where it's like well, we're gonna stay up and go crazy and have fun like that makes sense but on this yeah. song it just doesn't really make sense i know um, it didn't feel like it fit with the story because it was saying like how they wish they were right here with you or yeah. with them and then he's like i could do this forever but it sounds like you are doing the thing where like they're far apart forever and they want to stay yeah. apart forever and i'm just like what are you saying it doesn't make sense like narratively like yeah. what it didn't make sense at all um and yeah. then I said, why should we care about the person in the song? Like, they're, they're, they're like, I can't, like, I love you so much. Like, I can't, like, be away from you. I need to be with you, blah, blah, blah. But, like, why do we care about it? And I compared the, the sort of person of the song to, like, Girl Almighty or Olivia. Like, those characters are so much more interesting. And we talked about that on last episode and, like, why we thought so. Um, and then I also compared it to What a Feeling, uh, which had a sort of similar, um, tempo i feel Mm. um and the lyrics that i picked out from what a feeling that just like make the other one just seem so much more dull um is when the air ran out and we were we both started running wild the sky fell down but you have stars but you've got stars they're in your eyes and i've got something missing tonight what a feeling to be a king beside you somehow i wish i could be there now and that also talked about like distance and wanting to be with the person but like the difference of this way like the imagery and like like the way the person makes the other person feel it just makes you care about them it gives you like a really nice way to hear about it like imagery wise and they're saying the same thing but what a feeling says it way 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 better yeah i agree and i was gonna say like maybe i just don't like mid-tempo songs but what a feeling's literally my favorite song yeah. and i can definitely see the like um you know comparison with mm-hmm. their tempo um yeah i just think it's such a boring song and like i know that it's on midnight memories and that was like their first like you know foray into lyric writing so i shouldn't be too hard on them but i just feel like they're so close to getting into something real um, and something great, oh well. Um, but they're just, like, scratching the surface, because, like, they're clearly drawing on their own personal, um, you know, like, uh, relationships and being in long-distance relationships or just being far from home and stuff, but, um, it just seems so, it seems like something that I, like, I don't know, something when someone else would write about being in a band without, like, having that personal experience because there's nothing that, like, says to me I actually am in a band and I actually understand what I'm going through because it's Mm -hmm. so vague and impersonal that it's, like, anyone could have written it. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not... It it's I don't know it seems like I just like want something deeper from them here in this yeah. moment so yeah because yeah like you said they graze it with like what they're talking about being far away and they won't be going home but yeah they miss that mark yeah exactly it's like you know don't forget where you belong but like way mm-hmm. worse <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> um that's all I had to say about that one okay yeah I think same what's your next one. Um, oh, actually, just before we go on to the next one, it's situated between Happily and Little Black Dress, which I feel like are both, like, pretty, like, exciting, interesting mm. songs. So, like, the fact that this one just kind of, like, separates it, it's just, like, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. get away. Like, I think yeah. they could have just, like, scrapped it and it would have been fine. Yeah, definitely. All of these could be scrapped, to be honest. I know. But then we're, then they come out with, like, a 12 album, like, or 12 song album. We're just like, add more songs. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that's why we need to be there telling them what songs to put on and which ones not to. I know. Like, you don't even have to pay us that much. Like, truly don't. You don't need to. Just just fund our podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, truly, though. <laughs> um. Okay. Should I go on to my next one? Yeah. Um. So I have changed my mind from Take Me Home. 
Um, and this was not written by any of the boys. Um, and it's sat between Rock Me and I Would, which are, like, two iconic Take Me Home yeah. jams. And, like, this one, I, like, kind of can't even, I actually literally cannot even, uh, like, listen to the song in my head. Like, I don't know how it goes. And I just listened to it, like, maybe 25 minutes ago, mm-hmm. um, which I think says something. And I think that, like, Take Me Home for me is, like, the perfect pop album, but then this song just, like, does not hold up to other songs like you know live while we're young kiss you Mm -hmm. um heart attack like i would they don't know about us she's not afraid like all these are such great songs and then Mm -hmm. change my mind is just like so flat in comparison um i feel like it's a pretty like average filler ballad um and i think that like um like like i was saying i think ballads have to be like really exceptionally good for me to like them because I, they're yeah. not my favorite um so i definitely like uh you know later album ballads because they have like interesting lyrics um so i don't get bored um and like they're not memorable lyrics at all on this uh which is like okay we get it, it's their second album they didn't write on it but i mean there's some pretty iconic interesting lines from take me home um that like tell a story like summer love or um actually no rock me that's what I meant rock me or like I would which is like you know iconic storytelling Mm -hmm. um she's not afraid like specifics um but then I don't know this one just like it's just so boring and also they had this weird lyric um which is lean in when you laugh we take photographs there's no music on but we dance along like the we take photographs just stuck out stuck out to me that was like what does that eat why would you add that in there just like just trying to get that rhyme i know like laugh photograph but it's like not even quirky it's like okay like everyone on this earth that has a camera or like a phone of any source like takes photos this is not personal at all like it's not interesting it's not telling compelling like i'm just like this is just weird and it's pretty obvious you just used it for the the rhyme so yeah that line too i always never knew if it was like dance alone or dance along oh well so this says dance along but yeah no i know i'm looking at it too but Mm -hmm. i never it always threw me off yeah Um, it was hard for me to pick ones and i didn't pick any from the first two albums because i feel like i wasn't because i wasn't i mean i guess the second one i was that was that I was there for the I like I started becoming a fan right after the second one was released yeah um but like I wasn't um I guess I sort of feel like I digested the songs all the same because I wasn't in the fandom so much like leading up to it Mm, and like right when they released so it was almost like I listened to the albums by myself in a seclusion so they almost seemed um besides like live while you're young and like what makes you beautiful which like I knew like from other things Mm. um but I, I don't know. This one didn't necessarily like go away, like sh- like go to the same level as some of the older ones that mm-hmm. I disliked more because I was more involved in the fandom. Mm-hmm. But it definitely didn't jump out. Like Rock Me jumps out. Like yeah. Me. Like I loved that one, and like yeah. some of the other ones you mentioned definitely jump out to me. Um. So yeah, I agree that this one isn't. But I, I gotta say, like Louis does sound so good on this song. Like his crackly voice just sounds really good. I can't even, like, think of what it's sounding like, so I can't, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think it sounds good. I haven't listened in a while, but I feel like I remember him singing and okay. just, you know, sounding nice on the slow bits. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, should I do my next one? Yep. I'm gonna go with, I did that one and that one, and 
All right, I'm going to go with Illusion from 4, mm, okay, which yep. you mentioned earlier. Um, and this one was written by Julian Veneta, Jamie Scott, John Ryan, and Liam Payne. Um, and again, this one's one of those kind of like weird medium pace songs that are like, they're, I find those harder to deal with because like, you don't really like ballad out to them and you can't like jam and like sing and like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like this, like you can't dance along. It's sort of like one of those like sort of don't know what to do sway songs type yeah. things. <laughs> You're like, what's going on? Like, how do I like interpret this in my body? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, again, it's very electronic-y and synth sounding. And I think I dislike that more with slower sa- songs because I want like the purity of their voices yeah. rather than like hearing that when you have it with pop it's and it's like, loud like faster paced pop i find it more appealing um but when you slow it down and put on all of that it it feels like it should be a pure ballad rather than like sort of shoving all this like produced stuff on it and like electronic-y synth sounds Mm -hmm. um so i think that's what for this song is a big thing and like uh, same with a number of the songs we've mentioned um, and I also think the lyrics, I mean, the, the verses are very talky sounding, almost like the verses in Perfect, where it doesn't seem to have like a tune and they're just sort of talking out the lines mm. a bit, um, which I don't really like. And then the lines that they do have, the lyrics on them are very cliche. And I know you and I have both talked about um, like taking cliche phrases and like turning them on their heads and yeah. making them something interesting or putting a spin on them, twisting them. Um, but these just sort of use the phrases and when you stick a whole bunch of used phrases, um, together in a song, it doesn't bring anything interesting or new. So you have like heart on my sleeve, magic to me, like these sort of phrases that I've heard and seen in a lot of places and it doesn't bring anything new to the song for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and you pair that with like boring music, um, I don't know. And then there was like stupid lyrics too. Like I would never turn your heart into broken parts. That seems to me like someone just trying to rhyme. Never turn your heart into broken uh, parts. Uh, what? Did you like that one? No, I'm just like, what are they trying to say? Like, I feel like that reminds me of another lyric, but I can't, I think uh, um, Fool's Gold. Wait, I have to look that up. Um, keep talking because I'm just being, I'm happy. Um, so yeah, up. I just, I just think it's like, what does that mean? It just seems like a little kid wrote it to rhyme in a poem or something. Um, and then like, you're the truth I can't explain. You're the only one I see. Like, what does it mean? You're the truth I can't explain. That doesn't mean anything to me. Like a person is a truth that you can't explain. It just doesn't give me details. And maybe that line would work where there's other details around it, but there is no details and there's nothing that I care about about this experience. Like I'm not getting any personal experience or any interesting imagery rather than imagery I've just heard. A heart into broken parts? Like, wow, so brand new, Liam. Way to go. Maybe he didn't write that line. You don't know. <laughs> um, okay, Julian or Ryan. And John or, Ryan. yeah. Yeah, Scott, um, you know. But the lyric that it reminded me of um, from Fool's Gold, which I love, um, and I love this lyric, it said, and I know in my heart you're just a moving part. Like, that's like, it uses the word heart and part. That's so much more interesting. Right? It's so good. Like (laughs) So much more interesting than broken parts. Yeah. I just, it's, and it's only a couple words difference, but it makes so much of a difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, this one I always never liked and I'm pretty sure I said that on past episodes oh for sure <laughs> I think it just like seems like really out of place on yeah. this album like so I know it's place. I know it's a um bonus track but it's just like and I mean like 
Act Mage doesn't really go either, but it's also, like, just kind of, like, a fun, silly thing. Yeah. Um, But then, like, Illusion, you're just, like, this feels, like, kind of, like, an 80s power ballad that, like, people would Mm -hmm. sing at a karaoke night or something at, like, Mm -hmm. their office's Christmas party or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um... And I think you mentioned earlier, it sounds like it should be on one of the earlier albums. Like Yeah, exactly. Four, and what was the other one we said on four, Once in a Lifetime? Was that on four? Yes. It's like, like right after Illusion. Like, like, what a horrible section of the album. <laughs> That's what sucked about it, because it's like when you're coming up, like when you're listening to it the first time, and you're so excited about all these other songs, and then you come to Illusion, and then Once in a <laughs> Lifetime, you're just like, honestly, this is what a, like, a terrible way to end this album. But then you get to Act Mage, and you're just like, there is hope in this god-awful world (laughs) yeah and the sad thing is like i know liam was really proud of this song because like it it uh had to do with his relationship and he talked about it he said he was talking to julian or someone and they were like each talking about like relationships that like were having problems in their life and then like they started writing this and i don't know he was shown lyrics and he was like oh my gosh that's so great so like then to turn it into this like boring thing i'm like what happened guys I mean, like, I can still jam out to it, but it's, like, I'm not gonna, like, go and be like, let's put on Illusion, you know? (laughs) When there's so many, like, dozens of other songs that I'd rather jam out to. God, I haven't listened to Once in a Lifetime in a while. (laughs) I'm missing that one. Uh, you know, maybe it's one of those songs you'd rather just listen to Once in a Lifetime, (laughs) Eleanor. Oh, good one. (laughs) All these titles work as, like, cliche phrases, too. Like, something great right now. That's so true. They're all cliche. God, I still can't get over how weird and vague something great is. Like, <laughs> I mean, your title should not, your song should not be on, based on the word something. I know. It's so boring. Something. Have you not learned show don't tell? Seriously. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, same. Um, so I had my last one that I actually prepared stuff, but then I have a few that are like runners up. Um, uh-huh. So I'm just going to go into my last one, and then, okay. um, I don't know if you had runners up, but I guess we could talk about that after you did your last one. Okay. Um, so my last one is Loved You First from Take Me Home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, okay, so I was trying to think of, like, why there, wa- there weren't any, like, from the n- newer album. Like, why wasn't there any that I chose from Midnight Memory? Not Midnight Memories, what the heck? Um, Man in the AM. And I was thinking that maybe it's because it's, like, the newest album slash the first or the last album that they did um, before mm-hmm. hiatus. So it's, like, I cherish those so much mm-hmm. more. Um, so I don't know. I think that maybe in, like, a couple years' time, if I go back to it, I'll, I'll have, like, a better opinion. But I think that also they're just, like, I guess this should be uh, our ending conversation. But I think that, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe they're just, like, stronger songs that I like better there on that album. Um, but anyway, for Loved You First, I think um, the lyrics are pretty creepy. They're not great. Um, yeah. Like, the the whole concept of, like, baby, I loved you first, like, what do you want, a prize? Like, it's such a gross concept. (laughs) It's like, a human isn't a song that you liked before it was on the radio, you know? You can't say... You can't shotgun a person. (laughs) Yeah, what what the heck? It was giving me, um, like, Taylor Swift's You Belong With Me vibes, which always kind of, like, eh, I side-eyed that song, Mm -hmm. um, because it's just, like, sort of, like, I get it, it's supposed to be kind of, like, a romantic declaration of love, but it just comes off as, like, seeming entitled and, like, 
just sort of like possessive to a creepy mm-hmm. extent over a person. Um, and like the, the good thing about this song is at the end they're saying like I had so many chances and I messed them up or something. But then like then he's like oh but like I, you should know that I loved you first so like you're never gonna find someone like me. It's just like mm-hmm. ugh. I don't know. Like the thing is like it feels like the same concept as I would but like not even like a quarter as good as I would. And I think yeah. that I would um doesn't come across in this like entitled creepy way because mm-hmm. um, they're just say- saying things that they would do for the person if they were together rather than being like i'm better you should be with me I that know. other person sucks like yeah it just like i love take me home so much and i feel like i've repeated that so many times but i just need to like drill it into everyone's mind and brain and heart um but i just feel like it's definitely one of the weaker songs and you have when you have a bunch of bops on this album you're not gonna go and listen to like loved you first Mm -hmm. like especially when she's not afraid it's right before it (laughs) like are you kidding me like one of my favorite songs of all time and then loved you first you're just like honestly Uh what a downhill spiral um I'm looking yeah. at this one line. I never understood what love was really like, but I felt it for the first time looking in your eyes. Like, okay, Stop! Calm that's down. literally the, like, oh god, that that sounds like a bad teen movie. Like, really? if I've ever heard one. Really bad. <laughs> yeah, so that's my last one. So what's your final number? How, oh, oh, right, because we had similar. I was like, how did I start and I'm also ending? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, but I must have messed it up or something. My last one was Infinity. Oh, interesting. Okay. That was one of my runner-ups. Oh. Well, we're still on the same page then. Mm-hmm. And this one was, again, written by that trio, Jamie Scott, Julian Bonetta, and John Ryan, which they wrote a lot of the... They wrote the Once in a Lifetime alone as well. And then they were wow. on... Not all the other ones, but another of the other one. Um... But yeah, and I think that that goes to show also that we don't care about songs as much when the boys don't write on them. That's true. Because like we always, as fans, we are, we don't, we don't just like the music. We are invested in like the boys and like we get to know them over social media and not know them, know them, but like we're invested in their lives and to try to see where they're coming out with their stories. Uh, like when we listen to like, um, don't forget where you belong and getting to hear like what it's like for them on the road and having hearing like Niall wrote it with like McFly. It's just so much more interesting. And it puts like, um, like a whole nother side to the song that you don't get when you just hear that it's written by three random people that we don't really connect to. Yeah. Um, and that's one of like the disappointing things about the song. I want to write you a song because it's so beautiful and yet it's not written by any of the I boys. So you're like, no, um, yeah, so this one wasn't written by any of the boys, so that very off the bat, like, doesn't make me as interested. Yeah. Um, and again, this was a song that I felt like was a slow ballad, but had too much techno-y stuff. Like, I really mm-hmm. would love to hear it sort of done, like, acoustic or done in a different way or, like, rearranged. What is it? How do you call it? What do you say? Um, is it called rearrange the arrangement? Like, like the changed, arrangement. yeah something different where it's more focusing on like the natural voices and I don't know where you can really hear the boys and maybe put some harmonies in there. Um, like that we hear in Olivia, I I honestly don't listen to listen for the harmonies, So maybe there are some that just sort of get lost with the music. Um, but I think, and I also think the music is too fast for the like the the sound, the song and what the words are saying. Mm -hmm. Um, like it feels like the, the music is like, 
uh, fast and the, what they're singing is slow. Um, and I mean, the, the lyrics are, they do have some nice imagery for sure. I don't think they're, the imagery is as bad as like something great. Um, cause there is, there are some nice pictures with infinity and stars and like miles and whatever it talks about. Um, but I, again, it's a little bit dramatic with the lyric. Everybody wants you. Um, I think that line throws me off for sure. Like, what does that really mean? Um, and then I was there for you. All I wanted was the truth. Uh, again, that one doesn't really give me lo- a lot to grab onto. Um, yeah, wait, the lyric, when everybody wants you, everybody wants you. What the heck is that saying? Like, it's <laughs> just kind of one of those know. things that, like, if you just, like, repeat the same phrase, but just, like, different, a little bit different, it just, like, it sounds profound, but it's actually not saying anything. Yeah. I feel like I just don't understand what they're saying here. It's almost um, as if they, instead of going, like, whoa, 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 or, like, ooh, yeah. like, they added in, like, these random, like, words that don't really yeah. make any sense yeah. or any difference to the song. Definitely. And I feel like it kind of hurts me because I love Star and, like, I mean, they don't talk about the moon in here, but, like, I love Star and space um, mm-hmm. imagery, so the fact that I don't really love this song hurts me because, yeah. I, I don't know, I think it takes a lot to dis- make me not love a song that has, like, talks about mm-hmm. space, um, but yeah, they somehow I did agree. it. <laughs> it could have been so pretty, and I just, something went wrong, because I think the lyrics are okay for a lot of it. But something just doesn't click, and it makes it one of my more forgotten songs that I like to skip over and don't really like. And I mean, I know they started to choose it as a single, but even that was forgotten when people chose history instead. Like, yeah, you know, it is kind of like one of those songs that a lot of people were like, "Eh, "Why was this chosen?" Like, to not not necessarily to be on the album, but to be a single specifically. Yeah. there was also this weird musical interlude bit, and we talked about the weird, uh, not the weird, the interlude, um, musical interlude in Olivia, which we thought was so pretty and sort of uh, foreshadowed the lyrics to come. But yeah. this musical interlude sounded to me like a TV going fuzzy. Like, it was just like, oh, very, not, not, a, not a sound that you want to listen to. Like, you know, Olivia has some very pretty violins, and that's something you would listen to, like, it would be, like, nice to listen to, but this was just, like, <laughs> like I don't know. Oh, it yeah, was, I know what you're talking about now. Oh, yeah, just, like, and, too much. Yeah, a little bit too much. So, for all of those reasons, it's one of my forgotten ones. That's fair. I agree. Um, did you have any runners-up? Uh, not that I chose, but I might agree with you on Okay. Some. Um, I'll just throw mine out there. I also had Illusion like you did. I had Infinity mm-hmm. like you did. I had Does He Know from Midnight Memories. Um, it's like, it's, you know, a bop if it comes on, but it's not something I'd seek out. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like I wouldn't be able to pick it out of a lineup. Um, mm-hmm. Clouds sometimes, I think. Um, yeah, clouds. Yeah, it's just like, sure. okay, so I think the reason that, like, um, I've grown to, like, like it more, although I don't listen to it if I don't have to, I guess, um, is they, when they opened their concert with Clouds, it was perfect, mm-hmm. and it was just such a great way to, like, get the, like, energy up so quickly and right off the bat that I think that, like, I don't know, I think it was made, like, a made-for-concert song, mm-hmm. um, and just, like, when you're listening to it by yourself, like, I don't know, sitting alone, like, it's not gonna do the same, it's not gonna give you the same, like, rush of energy, it just kind yeah. of, like, is kind of... It's a very shouty sort of song. Yeah, it just, like, kind of doesn't have, I don't know, it just, like, doesn't really have much going for it. It just kind of sounds mm-hmm. like yelling a lot of the time. It feels like um, someone's, like, banging on, like, a tambourine the entire oh time, God. and that's, like, 
the energy of the song. It's like, ah, 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 ah. yeah. It just it like works you well in concert for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it was great in live in concert, mm-hmm. but when you're listening to it alone, you're just like, mm-hmm. I really don't want to be yelled at right now. Like yeah. I'm gonna pass on this one. Yeah. Um, and then I also had Infinity, um, and then Love You Goodbye for Made in the AM. I, so I, for, I guess I had a few for Made in the AM. I was talking about earlier how I didn't really um, have any from there, but I think Love you, I Love You Goodbye. I don't know why I didn't put that in one of my... I think I forgot about it so much that I forgot to put it in my list because <laughs> I was like just looking over the discography uh-huh. before um, for one last time. So that one's definitely one of my least favorites. I think I would actually put it in my top five if I would were to do this again. Um, I just find it really boring, and I'm sorry, Louie, I know it's one of your favorites, but I just, I can't, I can't deal with that one. But I feel like for that one, the thing that, that gives me like more grasp on it, I guess not for you. Um, but like, I, I feel like there's a character that we're talking about that I know a lot better than some of the other songs. Like there's a person that I can picture and like someone I can grasp onto a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, not, not as much as something like Olivia or Girl Almighty, um, but yeah. I still feel like there's a person and I know it comes from like a personal connection. So that's why I, I wouldn't say it's one of my forgotten ones. Um, but I, again, yeah. I, it's not like a standout on the album. I think it's mostly the music for me. I think it's just like mm-hmm. some sort of like weird disconnect with the music. I agree that I, it's definitely like, um, their like str- like stronger writing skills definitely show. Um, mm-hmm. cause I think that like, if that, if that, like, I, or Love You Goodbye music was paired with their earlier writing skills, like, Midnight mm-hmm. Memory era writing skills, it'd be super, like, forgettable, but yeah. I think that because, like, you know, they had grown so much and that they put a lot of themselves in this, that song, um, I think it's, it definitely, like, holds its own, mm-hmm. I guess, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what I found interesting also was thinking about what my least favorite songs are, um, and I don't know if we've done an episode about this. I know we've done our best and worst love lyrics yeah um but we should do our um, best and worst songs at some point although like some of it will be stuff we've already talked about Mm -hmm. um but i think for me my least favorite songs don't necessarily overlap with um the songs that i think are sort of boring or forgotten um just because they're they are forgotten and they don't they don't impact me enough to make it my least favorite song. Yeah. It's almost like it's so boring, I don't even care about it. Like, mm-hmm. And something like Steal My Girl, which has impacted me more, and like I have talked about it. It's not a forgotten song, but I don't like it, and there's like... It's not, it's not just boring. There's things that actively make me dislike the song, rather yeah. than something being so boring that I don't even care about it. Would you mm-hmm. agree with that? I definitely would. I think that some of these are like just least favorite across the board because sometimes Mm -hmm. I can just like um I don't know um I can just listen to the music but um yeah I think that'd be interesting to see the differences Mm -hmm. for sure um so does that wrap up our main discussion I think it does um so it's only been an hour (laughs) um which is crazy I have some questions from Anon on Tumblr that we could um do sure when have we ever finished an episode early i don't know i think it's because we're just on the same wavelength so much that like on this particular thing that it just i don't know just came out like that um okay so these are some questions from an anon that we got kind of probably a while ago because this first question will make it apparent that this is kind of 
not very recent. Um, so the first question is, um, do you think Liam is going to try to do any solo music or he's been pretty chill, but who knows what he's up to? Um, so <laughs> well, that really, we don't have to answer that one, obviously, because it's kind of obvious. I feel obvious. like he is yeah. going to do solo I music. I mean, maybe. It's a possibility. A possibility. <laughs> Um, that's just funny because like he literally was so under the radar that yeah. we, no one knew. He's just like you know where is Liam, and then he pops up with a solo record deal and Ka- uh, I was going to say Calvin Harris drama. drama. Yeah, Simon Howell. Um, Simon <laughs> Howell. <laughs> Too real. Um, that's Dan's last name. Um, anyway, Dan is not on fire. Um, so second one, if you could have anyone join you on the podcast besides the boys, who would it be? Oh man, I haven't listened. I mean, I haven't thought about these questions. Um, oh, this is so hard. This is really hard. I'm th- my immediate um thing is Matt Belisai. Um, oh my god, that would be great. He is just really funny. He's hilarious. He used to work for BuzzFeed. He does like you probably know him from his like funny and relatable tweets on Twitter about One Direction and Harry Styles in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Harry's like, sister is, like, sort of semi-friends with him. Yeah, and he does, um, he, what is he, it's Wine About It. It's, like, his mm-hmm. internet series where he, like, drinks wine and complains about things, which is a great time mm-hmm. to watch. Um, and so he's a One Direction fan, which would be cool to, like, have on. Yeah, um, definitely. I think he'd be really funny, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, my uh, sister listened to, sorry, I'm cutting you off. My sister oh, no. listened to, um our Spongebob 1D ads that we did a long time ago with uh, the people from... Tune Muses. Um, Tune Muses, yeah. yeah. And she said it was the best segment she's ever listened to. So oh my gosh, wow. I we feel like when you get funny on. people together, it just like makes great content. Well, how we just called ourselves funny, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just... Let me, who else, who are you thinking? Because I feel like also it'd be interesting to get, like, maybe Julian Bonetta on and get some, yeah, like, real, like, behind the be. scenes. That would be really cool to get I mean, it's, like, kind of impossible. Yeah. Oh, it would be totally impossible. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, have we gotten this question before at all, ever? I don't I know. Feel, I'm just, I was just about to say, I'd want to have you listeners... But then I feel like I've said that in the past and then made a joke about how I was being sarcastic and didn't really want the listeners on and then you were making fun of me because I said that or something. But I don't know if I said that in a different context. Um, I don't know, but Caitlin is joking. And I'm, yeah, like, no, I'm joking. I love Please make it clear because like sometimes like I was just like... <laughs> like <laughs> I'm no, just I'm very kidding. uncomfortable because you said it in such like a flat tone of voice and I'm like, uh. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I love having the listeners, uh, listeners on and I know Kara and I like have been really bad about it, but we have like listeners that we also still want to come on the podcast. I know so. we have a lot that like lined up or people we haven't asked yet. And yeah. like, it just cause it's like been hard. Um, cause usually we do it like when me and Caitlin are together, mm-hmm. um, and we can like Skype someone in. So like the mm-hmm. fact that we're, we've been recording all our episodes apart, um, like, over the summer and over our last yeah. semester just, like, has made it, like, pretty much impossible to do. So yeah. we and have to, like, almost, get back on it. It seems like, for me, I am more available for the podcast during the school year than I am during the summer this summer, at least, because, yeah. like, I've been so busy. Um, and, like, I don't even have, like, any of my Twitter notifications on because I'm, like, at work all day. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. use up my, like, uh, data or whatever. So during the school year, I'm just so much more on my computer all the time and like doing stuff with the podcast and this and that. So I feel like as the summer gets to the end, like I'll like I know I'm going to switch over gears and um, 
sort of go back in that direction, in that one direction. <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely want to get people on because it's awesome having listeners on. I know. It's so fun. Um, but my other person, I, I immediately thought of Anne, Harry's Yeah, mom. me too. I was thinking of her too, or Gemma. Yeah, or Gemma. Um, I just, I think they would be a great addition to, like, hear how proud she is of her son um, and, like, get the mother's perspective. Wow, um, yeah. Or Felicity Tomlinson, just because she's so yeah, cool. Yeah, that would be and, really like, cool. She's always very outspoken about social mm-hmm. issues on Twitter that mm-hmm. it's just, like, so awesome to see her using, like, that platform. Like, yeah. she doesn't need to be, like, yeah. you know, but it's it's really cool. I would love to have her on. I, I know just she was posting, she... like, body positive stuff the other day, which was really great. Wow. I just love it, man. Yeah. And then I also thought of James Corden, of course. Oh, my <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> it would be great to have on. I feel like he'd have a lot of fun stories about the boys, especially because he knew them when they were younger, too. Um, wow. So that would yeah. be really fun to have that inside scoop. Sure. I feel like he would, like, be down to dish, like, really oh, embarrassing stories be. about them. And he'd, I like, would love we it. could, like, call, prank call the boys with him or something. Like, it would be brilliant. Oh, my God. Wow. That would be a perfect time. It really would. Wow. There's just so many people in this world that should be on Talk Direction, but... For real. You know. If you're listening, you know, we'll have you on. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Um, okay, third one. If any of the boys had a blog, who would it be? Well, Zane now has a blog, and I feel like out yeah. of anyone, Zane would be the most likely to have a blog. And I'm I'm pretty sure he probably had a secret Tumblr. I'm um, sure. Like, there's no way he didn't. Um, yeah. Because he, like, knows of all the fan artists that are, like, well-known yeah. on Tumblr and stuff. So, like, I feel like he had to have known. Yeah. Or at least creeped it sometimes. I feel like Harry might creep blogs sometimes like at least back in the day i don't know if he does anymore he's like too I feel cool like, for it now though but yeah but i feel like i could also like when he was younger i feel like he was kind of like really caught up on like what if people thought like what mm-hmm. people thought of him so i could sort of see him doing that mm-hmm. um or just like reblogging like pretty landscape pictures mm-hmm. um i feel like or, niall like, would have like a blog where he records everything and he's like today i wrote with so and so it was a good day like I, I feel like he would do, like, a vlog more than a blog. That though. would be so cool. Again, back to what we want the boys to do way back then. No, God. It still could happen. We don't know. Perhaps. I've, if Niall turned into a YouTuber, honestly, like, I know there are Jeez. musicians that, like, go on YouTube and not, not musicians that sort of start up from YouTube, but I think musicians that turn to YouTube maybe after, like, their career sort of dies down or they're not getting getting where they want not that Niall's career is dying down at all yeah. but like sometimes they turn to YouTube because it's an easy profession and they already have a fan base so they're going to be successful most likely wait who are you thinking of I don't know I feel like there's some like um I don't know some people in bands that are now friends with some of like the British YouTubers Con- what's oh, Connor May- Mayard is he some person Oh, yeah, he's famous. Yeah, and he's, Is like... Is he on YouTube now? Yeah, I don't know if he started from there, and I just didn't know him until then, but I know he's friends with, know. like, Casper Lee, and... Oh, like, interesting. No, I think he... Actually, I have no idea how he started. I think he didn't start on YouTube, though, but I could be wrong. So, like, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Um, and also, I know, like, a lot of celebrities, like, I know Carly Kloss and, like, Shane Mitchell, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. They do YouTube and stuff. Um, I'd love to see, like, more, like, a less professional kind of, like, mm-hmm. produced channel from Niall, though, because mm-hmm. I just feel like, I don't know, sometimes it's disappointing when you get a celebrity's YouTube channel just, like, so, like, overproduced. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, what you like from YouTube, which is, like, homegrown, you yeah. know, camera to lap, or camera to screen, you know, yeah. like, that kind of, like, really real-seeming thing. Yeah, I agree, for sure. 
Um, okay. For, fourth question is, can you do 1D as different times of day, midnight, dawn, etc.? Ooh. Twilight. Breaking dawn. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> New moon. moon. What's the, what's the other one? Eclipse. Eclipse. That's not a time of day. No, like, none of these really are, except for Twilight. Yeah. Um, I feel like... And Breaking Dawn. That's true, Breaking Dawn is. Um, I feel like, um, Nile is, like, afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's sort of, that. like, a little bit lazy, you know, you're kind of a little bit sleepy, but, like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you're, you know, having a good day, or you just take a nap. Um, I feel like afternoons are made for naps, and just, like you know, sleepy picnics on a hill. I don't know why I always think of Nile and grassy hills. I just feel like, <laughs> feel like Nile is just, like, grassy, sunshiny-ness uh-huh. to me. Um, and, like, the sun, you know, is in full effect, and you're just kind of, I don't know, you're warm and happy. I was going to say he's, like, early morning when, like, the birds are singing and, like, it oh. wakes you up in the morning. But I also see that one as well. Mm. I'd say Liam is more maybe an afternoon because it's solid and steady. (laughs) 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 No, I don't know. It's just more like, more like chill, like la-di-da. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Um, But I felt Niall was like an early, Mm. early morning sun, like streaking through your window. I could see Liam as that just because I feel like it takes a certain type of person to be a morning person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I don't know if Liam is or not, but I feel like he is sort of the person that would put on a happy face even if he wasn't a a morning person and even if he was tired. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I don't know. I mean, I guess that doesn't really make him morning, but for some reason, like, I just kind of tie the two together Mm -hmm. because it just, like, I don't know, mornings are kind of like a very... Uh, you know, very decisive, not decisive, derisive, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, type of, time of day, Mm -hmm. so, you know. I do know. I would say Louis is, like, midnight, or, like, one in the morning. Like, where you're, like, not, not, like, midnight, like, peaceful midnight, but, like, still out partying midnight, or, like. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, loud, like. Maybe, like, 1 a.m., actually. Yeah, 1 a.m., uh, like, still up still going strong type of feel. Do you get that? Yeah. Also, I was just, like, really stuck on the the fact that I used derisive when I meant decisive. No, no, divisive. That's the one. Okay, anyway. divisive? Like, when it's dividing, you know? I thought you meant derisive as in, like, harsh. Does derisive mean harsh? Like, morning is derisive? No, but I meant, like, it was very, like, like, it divides people, like, their opinions. Uh Oh. I don't know if divisive is even a word, but anyway, okay, you understand what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And I agree. I think that Louis, although, yeah, I think that Louis would be, like, 1 a.m. Because I don't think he's midnight, because I feel like, I don't know, he's a little bit more, like, he's one of the last ones standing type deal. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. I could, I mean, although, min, like, 1 a.m. is kind of when the creepy people start coming out. Like, I feel like 11 to 12 is, like, the peak of the party and uh-huh. then it kind of goes downhill from there so maybe he's speaking the as of the someone party. who's never really been to a party i wouldn't know <laughs> <laughs> well you're not missing much if you're going at like 2 a.m so what's that how i met your mother nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m oh is it i could kind of see that but some then sometimes like the best things happen at like 5 a.m uh-huh. you don't it's kind of toss-up but usually you're better off going home and sleeping like that's uh-huh. my, where my priorities lie now I've really, you know, grown up and just sleep is the most important priority, it honestly. It really is. 
Sleep and hydration. Exactly. Um, who else haven't we done? I would um, say Zane is like 3.30 a.m. to last 4 o'clock oh, in the morning. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Like really, like, really late slash early. Um, when you, like, really get in your feelings and, like, nothing yeah. seems like it's kind it's kind of, like, the time of day where it can be, it's, like, your emotions are on high. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either, like, when you're your saddest, you're happiest. Because I've had, like, really, you know, happy times at 3 a.m. where you're just, like, talking with your friends mm-hmm. and just, like, having, like, really heart-to-heart chats. But then also, like, when you're alone at 3 a.m., you just, like, truly you feel like nothing is ever going to be okay again. Yeah, I feel like that's, um, like, hazy and sort of, like, not yeah. real and, like, weird. yeah. Yeah, especially, like, the, like, when you know the sun is about to come up, that's such a weird yeah. time of day. Then yeah. you've been up all night, like, wow, what a weird sensation. And you start going, oh my god, how many hours, how many hours of sleep am I going to have? Oh, uh, If I go worst. to bed now, if I go to bed one minute from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harry, where um, does he fall? Um, I don't know, I kind of want to say evening, like a nice sunset. Yeah, I was going to say, like, six or something, seven. Yeah. I just am, like, I'm picturing like, him, like, picturing his, playing his Scrabble or something. <laughs> oh, and, like, I was thinking sort of, like, uh, I don't know, like, sitting on a porch with, like, a nice warm cup of mm. tea mm-hmm. with, like, blanket and, like, your family. Yeah. And just, like, golden hour, I'd say. Yeah. You know, like, everything's, oh, like, golden and it's, like, beautifully lit and, like, you're just, you're just really enjoying, mm-hmm. like, the clouds mm-hmm. and the, you know, the, the way it lights up everything and lights up all the trees. Oh, that's what I'm literally looking out at right now. Oh, wow. My cousin's That's beautiful. House. Harry's with you. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Um, my cousin's house, where I'm staying for the summer, um, mm-hmm. like, looks out over onto this, like, pondy thing. Um, mm. And the sunsets are so pretty here. Ugh, like, I love this, lake sunsets. I mean, the clouds, I mean, the sky is now blue and pink, but it was, like, like a layered, like, pink, orange, and blue. Yes. It was so pretty. And I've been watching it go down. In the room I'm in, I turned. I didn't ever turn the lights on when it was lighter, and now it's, like, dark in the room. But it was really pretty to watch the sun. Oh, I love it. I love sunsets. Yeah, me too. Um, did we do everyone? I think, yeah. We got all the boys. Okay. Um, moon, sun, cloud, clouds, or stars. I don't know if they're asking us to sort the boys into those or, like, what we would choose. What do you think? Uh, we could do both. Oh, okay, cool. But moon, clouds, moon, clouds, sun, or stars? Yeah, so we, ha- well, we have to not have Zane because it's four. Well, Zane can be a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's multiple clouds. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. We should do 1D as different types of clouds. <laughs> oh my God, yes. I'm going to write that down so we remember. <laughs> oh, but I- I'd have to really do my research. Yeah, that was like you know, seventh not one grade, of those off like we learned the clouds, right? Was that seventh grade? Plate tectonics uh, and clouds, or maybe oh earlier. God. I don't remember. I love the word plate tectonics. Like, what a cool. It is. It's word. an underused word. <laughs> Honestly, let's bring it back. Seriously. It never went anywhere, but like, One it deserves more. Plate tectonics. <laughs> oh my God. Who's the Mariana Trench? Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know, but probably. Or like the the fiery belts, whatever that's called. <laughs> oh, yeah, with all the volcanoes <laughs> I don't think it's underwater. Called that. 
The belt of fire. Pangea. Who's Pangea? Oh my god, I love that word too. I think I talked about that when I was at like um I was at like a, a sort of like casual party hangout thing uh-huh. and like I was just like bringing up Pangea and I'm just like you know like wh- why don't we talk about Pangea more often? <laughs> like these are people that I like, kind of just met too, so like it just like sometimes I need a calm down this is um where the i don't know if you saw on twitter um i hate when i do that to myself i'm like i don't know if you caught up on my twitter but but like you know i have to like disclaim that so i don't you don't think i'm like telling a story twice but anyway this is the same group of people where um uh i was like looking at the moon and like Mm -hmm. um i called her my wife like as i normally do and the guy turned over to my friend and was like does she actually think she's, like, married to the actual moon? Yeah. And, like, he didn't think I could hear, but he I could. did, and I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do think I'm married to the moon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, wow. Yes, I was caught up on that. Wow, I feel grateful and appreciated. Yes. Um, you're one of the real-life people I follow on Twitter. Wow. Same. Um, <laughs> as I have, like, two friends, so... <laughs> Um, okay, wait, so moon, sun, clouds, or stars? Yes. What? This is so hard. Are you saying you would be a moon, or is that just your wife? Um, I don't know, because, like, I feel like, so on day-to-day life, looking at the moon makes me so happy, but it's, like, because I live in suburbia or in the city, um, the moon is kind of all I have, (laughs) um, as opposed to, like, the stars, Uh because, like, when I go to rural New Hampshire... The stars are unreal. Like, they are so incredible. And, like, that's, like, kind of my favorite time. And I think, I don't know if it's, like, whether I love them so much or if I just have, like, such a minimal amount of time with the stars, like, looking like that, that I, like, savor it so much Mm -hmm. more. Um, But I feel like the Big Dipper is, like, really, like, my, one of my first loves in life. Um, This is getting off track, but I, like, it really distresses me to have to choose between moon and stars. Oh, wait, are we sorting ourselves into moon or stars? That's what I was thinking, but which, or you could do which one you like as well. What do you identify as closely to, and then what do you like, and then we'll sort the boys. Okay, so, first of all, I, like, really feel like I relate to the moon Mm -hmm. a lot. Just, like, a lot of times, um, I was, like... I don't know, just, like, writing a list of reasons why I relate to the mm-hmm. moon and trying to do, like, some writing with it or whatever. Um, and I, like, I don't know, I think it's something is, like, profoundly sad about the fact that, um, like, she doesn't, or, like, the moon doesn't, Allah, just whatever, um, <laughs> the fact that the moon doesn't, like, produce um, her own light and it just, like, she's, like, borrowing light from the sun to, like, give to the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, something about that That's makes really me really funny. sad. But also it's, like, it's kind of, like beautiful because it's like she's like borrowing something borrowing light just to like give it to other people she's like robin hood (laughs) yeah (laughs) basically i don't know i really like that too and i like how she is just been there like before we were born and you know shakespeare looked at the same moon and she'll be there when we die i don't know just something about that is really interesting also the stars really mess me up because like the whole like fact about them like a lot of them are dead and that like, doesn't make any stars. sense to me i can't comprehend it i don't me neither but every time i hear it i'm just like whoa like that is so cool like man um this is getting hard um I feel like the moon as of now, but also, I don't know. I just love the stars so much, but I think I'd have to, I don't know, because I don't know. I, I think I'm going to have to say moon right now. What about you? I just spent like 12,000 years <laughs> talking about my love for the moon, but that's okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to have to say sun. 
Mm, oh wow look at us perfect balance oh yeah um i just i don't know like what would you say for me i could see you being the sun i just feel like i definitely see you more as a daytime person just because like you're so like i don't know like bubbly and happy and, oh Kara. Oh, you know oh I, I know i just this is what happens when you don't see each other for a long time we just get really savvy on the podcast yeah I, god knows what's gonna happen when we have to go for like weeks at a time without seeing each other now that we're so used to seeing each other during the summer like every week i know um, but if we're we're talking nature i don't know did i say this on the podcast maybe i always like identify with trees a lot oh my god I yeah swear something just moved on my covers like it's dark in this room what was that uh, uh, i do not uh, know what that was oh uh, okay. i turned my lights on on my phone oh I, no it looked like a rat ran across the cover <laughs> What? I don't think it was. Hopefully it was just like the trick of light. Anyway, um, I really identify like as a tree, but like mm. out of these four ones, I guess sun. Um, yeah. Because, you know, that helps things grow and it's light and day. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely see you. I could definitely out of these four. Good. All right. <laughs> how do we sort the boys then? Oh, this is scary. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why this is so scary to me. Zane's a I think class. Niall's a son. Yeah, Niall's a son. Maybe Harry a son. Can we sort oh, yeah, them multiple? <laughs> I think we have to, because, like, I don't know. Can we just do that? Yeah. Harry. Harry and Niall um, are sons. Louis is, I don't know. Maybe stars. I don't know. Yeah, maybe stars, but I was also thinking Cloud, just because they're kind of like, I don't know, they just kind of seem silly to me, like, out of all these things, like, so, something about Cloud Puffy, says fun. Through. But then Harry's kind of a cloud then, too, if you think of, like, a big, That's puffy, so drifting true. cloud. <laughs> but I feel like Harry is just, like, has such, like, a magnetic, like, vibrant personality, mm-hmm. he couldn't possibly not be a sun. Yeah. Uh, maybe um, Liam's a cloud, or a moon. Liam could be a moon. I feel like Zane is a moon. Zane could be a moon. Zane could Maybe. also be a cloud. Oh my god, we have to do them as planets. Have oh, we done that? that would be really cool. Who's a star, though? Are any of them stars? Um, like, maybe Louie, but I also like kind of see Louie as more of a daytime specter. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this there should be hard. more nature choices. We should have done, like, 1D as natural elements. Have we done that? A- we did something like that, and it was, like, plateau. Oh, and like yeah. kind of things. <laughs> Liam was a plateau. <laughs> oh, throwback. Wow, that was a good one. Man. We did the weirdest ones. We need to do some really quirky 1DSs again. Like the- 1DS continents. Oh, oh, God. What would they each be? 1DS deep sea creatures. <laughs> Oh my god, these are all so great. I like, I loved the one where we did like kitchen like equipment. It was like blender. That was one of the first ones knife. too. I know. Yes. Not a butter knife though. <laughs> yeah, Steak not, knife. A, not a butter knife. Uh, Iconic. To anyone who understands those references. You've you been can, with us a long yeah, time. Yeah, have. So we need, we need to bring some of those back. If any of our listeners has some really quirky 1D asses, please send them in. Because like when the more, the weirder they are, the funnier they are, pretty much. Yeah, because when we have to really reach, yeah. <laughs> it ends up being a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, was, did we miss anyone or did we get them? We got them all? I think we sorted most of them into sun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Perfect. 
Okay. Um, that's it, but I really liked those. So thank you for the Anon who sent us all yeah. those lovely questions. Um, I think they sent us a bunch of, like, other questions back in the day. Um, it wasn't that long ago, but, um... Thank you. Those are fun. Yeah. That was amazing. I loved that. Um, so let's actually do our outro for once in our entire Yay. lives. Um, let's go with recommendations. Caitlin, why don't you start? So my recommendation, which was supposed to be from last week, but we had to skip that because our discussion was so long, um, yep. was to watch Michelle Obama's speech um, for the, the um, I wanted to say DNCE, which is <laughs> the band. <laughs> Um, she was the opening act. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the um, big convention that's been going on for the Democratic nomination with Hillary Clinton, Michelle Obama spoke, um, I don't know what day it was, the second day maybe, um, and you can just find her speech online, but it was really, really good. She's an incredible public speaker, um, and just what she said too was just, did you, you listen to it, right? Yeah. I want her to be the next president. Literally, I mean- in 2020. Yeah. Like, this was... She needs to come back. I mean, what a woman. I I, I think everyone, like, loves her. And just after yeah. the speech, it's like, Michelle Obama. Like, wow. You are just so great. So What a woman. Seriously. Watch Incredible. that. I have to still watch Obama's speech. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I don't think I've watched it either. I'm it's like 45 minutes long, so I know it's, like, gonna be a bit... Um, so I haven't, I've been waiting, but hers is only like yeah. 15 minutes, so it's definitely doable. Yeah. What's your recommendation for the day? My recommendation is a YouTuber. His name is Ben J. Pierce. Uh, his username is KidPOV on YouTube. Um, and I was like watching a bunch, I was like binge watching a bunch of his videos last night. Um, and he has done, uh, like multiple Zayn, like transforming into Zayn makeup looks. And a lot of his like, uh, makeup looks are like sort of like as a joke. He does like a mm-hmm. bunch of different kinds of videos. Um, but I just, just recommend like go going and looking him up, um, in general, uh, a couple of years ago, he came out with a song called Little Game, and that's how I knew of him. Um, you, you might have seen it, actually. I think it was, like, kind of, it was pretty viral. It was about, like, uh, being stuck in gender roles. Oh. Um, and there was, uh, like, girls in pink and, like, boys in blue. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, like, they, like, two of them escaped. And, like, it was, it was pretty, like, uh, you know, great at that time. Um, and he was pretty young when that came out, I think. He might have been, like, 15 or wow. something. I don't know. It's, like, you know, really high think- mm-hmm. like thinking for, like, um, a kid that age. Um, but, yeah, I think he's, like, 17 or 18 now, and he's just, like, such a cool, like, quirky, funny guy. Like, and a lot of his videos, like, they are funny, but then also, like, really thoughtful and, like, thought-provoking. So, I don't know. I would just definitely go look him, look him up and watch him because I think he's, like, lesser known on YouTube, mm-hmm. which is wild because, like, he's definitely such, like, a likable guy mm-hmm. that I'm just... I'm just confused. Supporting so, yeah. the small YouTubers, smaller YouTubers. Yeah, definitely. He's awesome. So, yeah. going to have to check him out. I'm looking at his YouTube channel right now. Oh, that nice. 100 layers of, oh no, 100 layers of crippling existentialism. <laughs> yeah, that's like the only one I watched because I was like, I hate, like, I hate seeing the, even thumbnails of the 100 layer thing. <laughs> it literally disgusts me, I especially know. like the 100 layers of like liquid lipstick. <laughs> that stuff dries. How are your Ugh. lips not falling off? Yeah. Also, 100 layers of freaking what's it called like mascara your eye like lashes would fall off i'm just like so confused and like foundation that can't be good for your skin like you only have one body man yeah use it wisely as i like say as i like don't really do anything but that's okay (laughs) at least i don't put a hundred layers of foundation on my skin Uh okay tweet of the week i didn't even have one because i didn't think we would get this far (laughs) 
Uh, why do we plan so poorly? We need to have like backups, I but we always go over. Know. So usually I was like, maybe we'll end on time today. Yeah. Um, but my tweet of the week is from something that at Styles Movie News tweeted about, which is a gif. And then Anne, Harry's mom, saw it and retweeted it. Um, it's a gif of this guy from the 1940s like getting off of a plane from like World War II or something and he looks like creepily like Harry. Yeah, I saw that. That was insane. It's so weird. If you haven't seen the gif, go check it out on Anne's Twitter or go to at Styles Movie News um, because they're awesome to follow. Um, But like so weird, like this doppelganger of Harry um, and you're like, oh my gosh, Harry like lived in the 1940s. which I could see it. Weird. Yeah. Oh my god. That would be. Well, I guess we're gonna see that when we see the movie. But um. So true. We yeah. It would be cool to imagine him back then. Uh, and then yeah. we also have not we. I also had um another thing that Styles Movie News and Anne has talked about, which is um there's this Dunkirk ship and Dunkirk's mm-hmm. movie that Harry's in that fans are raising money for to save and to like purchase. Which is that called, was the actual battle. Yeah, that was to, yeah, yeah, which is so cool. It's called the Skylark, um, and I know there's like this big art competition that Anne's going to be judging mm. to try to help raise money for it. I think and like other cool things, and you can donate. Um, I know they have. I think it's called Save Skylark is their Twitter. You can just mm-hmm. find it by going to Anne's Twitter. Um, but I thought that was really cool, like us getting involved in, um, like Harry's movie stuff. The fans getting involved in that. In a way that, it. like, we haven't seen because it's different from mov- uh, from music. And now, like, we're supporting this ship that was in the movie that, like, in the time period and was in the um, Dunkirk, which is Harry acting now. I said that mm-hmm. really confusingly. <laughs> I think you got it. Um, Story of my life. <laughs> yeah, so I thought those were both really cool. And if you don't know about them, definitely check them out. I was definitely going to talk about that, so I'm I'm glad you did because I forgot um, to do that. That was cool. also a weird way to say it. But, <laughs> yeah, my tweet is, like, something um, that I actually sent to Caitlin. It's not really, like, directly One Direction related, but I make everything One Direction related. Mm-hmm. So um, these are two tweets from a um, beauty vlogger on YouTube. Her name's Kathleen Lights um, or Kathleen Fuentes. Um, her... Twitter is Kathleen Lights One. She's awesome. If you like you uh, like beauty YouTube videos, um, so she was tweeting about. I don't really know who this is. I think it might be her little cousin or something. Um, so this is like a dialogue. So it says, "Junior, our team sucked. We had this one guy sitting in the outfield catching butterflies." And then she says, "Oh, I don't know that baseball term." And then Junior says, "No, that's not a baseball term. He was literally sitting in the field <laughs> catching butterflies." <laughs> And I sent this to Caitlin with the caption, Junior is Louie, the guy catching butterflies is Harry, and the person who said, oh, I don't know that baseball term, is Zane. <laughs> and, like, I just love, like, you know, I mean, I'm sure everyone does this, if you're a One Direction fan, just, like, relating everything <laughs> to yeah. One Direction. Like, uh, I love these. These are, like, mini fan fictions, like, just, like, in a couple of lines, and, like, a whole yes. story comes to mind. Just so funny. It. Harry catching butterflies, Louis being like totally <laughs> pissed, and like Zane being like, "Yeah, I don't do sports." Like, I don't know that baseball term. <laughs> like, I feel like that's the plot of any sports-related fanfiction ever. I love it. <laughs> so yeah. good. So so good. Um. Now I want to find one that like emulates that. Yeah. Uh, I've been. I read a really nice one the other day that was just like really cute. I, I have to see if I have. But of course, sending it to you doesn't really mean anything, does it, Karen? That's so true. <laughs> Also, I'm reading 
Harry Potter fan fiction, aka published fan fiction <laughs> that is the cursed child, but I'm not bitter. I'm really not. I'm doing better. Uh-huh. Whatever. Better not bitter, you I know. really, and I read something that she was like, I'm done with Harry now or something. And I'm like, okay, bring back James and, like, Lily's era. Like, could you imagine I know, if we bye. got a book from Lily's perspective? Like, female character, like, being the role yes. character. Like, how great would that be? Like, it just, I feel like it would, and we'd get so much insight into, like, Snape and Lily uh. and Harry's mom. Like, she could do something so, she could do something great. <laughs> and it would be great and it would be great like uh we need marauders era like that's what we need please i don't understand we didn't need this but <laughs> that's a whole other conversation i can't wait for you to read it so we can actually okay. you know talk I about know, it i know I'm oh my god this has to be a bonus episode it because i'm be. sure there's so many harry potter fans out there yeah. that would you know love to chat about it with us because yeah. i need everyone's opinion on it honestly um but yeah that's the end of our show um we would love to hear what you thought about the show today and your opinions on anything we discussed. Um, definitely let us know. I'd love to know, like, if you agree with our choices of forgotten songs or if you, like, love one of the songs we talked about, you know, defend them. It's okay. Um, so, uh, and also feel free to send us any news stories or anything One Direction related you'd like to hear us talk about on future episodes because we're always in for new ideas. Um, but thank you so much for listening to episode 59 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can follow us on Tumblr at talkdirection.tumblr.com. We can, nope, you can follow <laughs> us on Instagram at talkdirection. Um, and we also have our own individual Twitters, and I am Kara underscore pond and Kara is with a C. And I am Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And you can go to audibletrial.com slash talkdirection for your free audiobook, and we're going to be doing a book club sometime in the near future with Dan and Phil's book, um, The Amazing Book is Not on Fire, if you want to go listen to that. It's a great time. They talk about fandom. They talk about meeting One Direction, their life stories. It's just a fun old time. Um, but yeah, so um, Wait, can thanks I for listening. Else in? Yep. Oh, and we've gotten some other people talking about, I think I've seen them pop up somewhere on some platform saying, asking for more advice and like doing more advice episodes. Yeah. So if anyone has any advice questions, if you've listened this far in the episode, please send us those in because I'd love to do another episode, um, advice episode soon as a bonus episode. So any questions yeah, you have sure. or like things you want us to talk about, um, you can do it anonymously too on our Tumblr as well. So just yep. send those in. For sure. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I'm Kara. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time for episode 60. Bye! Bye.